Now um, I'm, I'm not 100% sure I have tried this one because I, I think I might have tried a different Soda Smith product because I think it was yeah. in a short can. Ah, uh, yeah, they make little... Like a cocktail um, mixer type. Little tonic waters as well. But this is, um, yeah, have, have a sip and let me know what you think. I did post a um, video of this on Instagram a little while back when I saw it at the store. Okay, yeah. It smells good. It's really floral. Yeah. Like, it's um almost like like kaffir lime leaves rather yeah. than like actual lime. Like it's herbaceous. Yeah, I get a real just like it's like not static uh like flavoring in that like lime lolly sense. It's like bursting with like organic yeah. potential. And if you read on the back it actually tells you that there's um, finger lime in there. Okay. Yeah. Which is like believable because like that stuff is meant to be amazing and like insanely expensive and hard to get. But don't you reckon it's weird that they don't tell you that on the front of the can? Yeah. Yeah. It just says native citrus, which I guess is vague, but intriguing yeah. and I like it. Yeah. And maybe there's only a tiny bit of it, but there's something about, cause I've, have you tried finger lime? Like, in another context. Yeah. How did you get it? And how, like, what's the story? Um, so when have I had it? Uh, my sister used to work at a cafe where they, they got it. Yeah. Um, and they put it in their lemonade, I think. So oh, they did wow. like a, a homemade lemonade and then Amazing. they put some finger lime in there. Yeah. And I think I've had it in like a savory dish as well at some point, like a, um, maybe like a sashimi type yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's meant to be, like, pretty hard to get and super expensive. I have looked into growing it, um, whether you can grow it in Victoria, and you can, I think, but I think it's a bit temperamental and I'm not that yeah. of a Yeah, a it's more gardener. of a Queensland thing, yeah. I think, actually. It grows sort of up, up north. Um, in terms of what this is, like, we should probably talk about as well because this is an audio medium. It's very, like... Um, like an adult sort of packaging concept. Like you've got Soda Smith in this really elegant sort of serif font and yeah. you've got this like green, like light green gradient that goes like up like imperceptibly into silver at the top in a way that I find really satisfying. It's just, it's a very premium yeah. sort of thing. Even saying like native series, it's like, this yeah. is part of our native collection and yeah. yeah, it's, it's fancy. Yeah. I like it. And they retail for, so I got four for eight bucks, but I think that was on special. So it might be closer to 10 or, or 12 or something in a normal price. So it's really like a treating yourself to like a, a fancy water, maybe on, on the weekend. Um, if you're not drinking alcohol, like you just have one of these instead. Yeah. I think I um I did a little bit of research that was not very um effective to try and figure out what the different can shapes are called and ah, stuff cool. because like there's a lot of variation um so like I would put this in a similar category to like the strange love um cans like they have that 
similar like kind of logo and the like yeah do you mean sort of like from a design yeah perspective um but like they've obviously gone for the same volume the 330 mil in a a regular sort of width can whereas this is like a tall skinny can yeah like it's I don't know what I prefer, but I, I wish I had, like, the right words to describe these different can types and how... Yeah, like the... Because um, with... I remember with um, with beer, it was, like, a big debate when, when most beer was still in bottle. Um, there, were, there were, like, the pony neck beers, which is, like, a Corona, the Stubby, and I think there's, like, something else in between as well. Yeah, I agree. I don't know which I prefer, but I know that like when I look at this can and drink from it that they've nailed it. But I think the same thing when I look at and drink a Strange Love. So it's maybe just about like picking the right concept for your product. Yeah, I think um, I like this because it seems like it could be a, like a mixer for alcohol or on its own. Like it's really... Yeah. It, it would nail both. I reckon, yeah, like a um, like a high end vodka. I reckon, yeah, like a, a Belvedere or um, that's the highest end vodka I know. <laughs> I assume there are better ones, but now I feel even weirder about my anecdote at the start because this is a very fancy <laughs> beverage, and we started with a really disgusting <laughs> story in a, in a park, and we're not editing it out because now you've mentioned it in the middle of the episode. If there was any chance to remove it, it's gone. It's yeah. here to stay. Um, yeah. So, and we're going to do another episode where we talk about Wim Hof doing that again yeah, when we do our Wim Hof episode. Everyone better be taking notes because we're referring back as if everyone is aware of that one fact about Wim Hof. Yeah, it's canon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I just want to mention is the fizz in this product. Because talk to me about the fizz. I really like it. it the bubbles seem small. And like it's good bubble finesse in yes. in my opinion compared to the um, bubbly that I just tried in the last episode. Yeah, like I like them both, but they're they're both fit for their product. Like this is a that's a good point. And because the bubbly bubbles, I think, are a larger bubble mm. and more of them, and this is like a small, tight bubble, and there are fewer of them. And you're right, like, in both contexts, I think it, it works. It's the right choice. There's something classy about a small bubble, though. Can we agree? I agree on that. It's like Wholeheartedly. some... Yeah. Some, they probably have, like, a bubble management <laughs> division who's, like, we worked on getting them smaller. They'd be, like, really cool, um, like, Danish designers. And they're, like... Yeah to make a small bubble. Everyone thinks it's easy. It's not easy to make a small bubble. <laughs> and they're pouring it into these like graduated cylinders in a in a lab and comparing yeah. next to each other like the how many micro mil across the bubble is. Yeah, with little little calipers. <laughs> <laughs> bubble calipers. Bubble calipers. I want to make more like um predictions like that for how this industry actually works so that if we do ever get far enough into this that we get to like tour some facilities or talk to some people we'll see if we were right or not because yeah. i bet we aren't <laughs> <laughs> uh there's so 
Um, there's a new product that just launched that um, is sort of related to this, um, I guess, because it's like Australian native mm -hmm. stuff. Um, it's like a, a water with Australian native botanicals. Yeah. And I don't know where you can get it yet. I literally found out about it because I follow someone on Instagram who ended up being on the new season of shark tank like she's one of the sharks oh really so she's like the lady who owns shopo which is like a women's clothing brand okay um so basically she um she funded this thing through shark tank and yeah. it's a yeah australian native botanical water product wow which is i'm excited to try i feel like we're gonna we have a complicated relationship with um botanical waters so mm, far true. so i'm super interested yeah yeah I'll, I'll look out for that one um yeah anything else to say about soda smith i just think it's really cool to see uh that there are different niches of um of these products now we just talked about bubbly like i'll try and release these in the order that makes sense like they're both good for different reasons and they both feel slightly different parts of that niche would, would you agree yeah for sure i um and i think um i think it's i guess also the difference between like as far as like products that already existed in the market like you've got like juices that are like fresh mm. you know pressed juice versus like your golden circle orange juice that's shelf stable kind of thing like yeah it's, they're the same product, but they're kind of not. There's like sort of within the same thing. And I think, yeah, they're for different situations, obviously. Yeah. And it makes me kind of wonder like what else there is, um, like, yeah, what other situations. Well, actually, because we're going to um, hopefully today review Liquid Death and it's like American knockoff that you can get here now, which is called thirst trap i believe yeah and that kind of has its own sort of thing again so it's really exciting to me um particularly because like if we run out of avenues to go down we run out of podcast content i suppose but um yeah there's a lot of a lot of lanes i guess yeah and like i mean we briefly talked off mic as well about like what even constitutes water in yes in the purpose like for the purposes of this podcast and we've generally decided anything that says water on it or if you're at the shop and it says it's water on the shelf, then that's fair game. That's water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's something else coming up that's like a mineral water where you were like, I, I can tell this isn't water, but they've s said that it is, so yeah, we'll get in there. All right, well, um, thanks for tuning in again. Um, catch you. I've got to get better at figuring out how to end these. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.